Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. His love is the main thing. 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 If anyone hears my voice and opens a door, I'll come into him and dine with him and he with me. The safest way to hear God's voice is in his word. Be in the Word. He speaks, often He speaks to our hearts. He speaks to our minds from His Word. He is the faithful and true witness. The Word of God is reliable. It's unchanging. There are so many voices that speak to us. Many of them are lies from the world system and the enemy. But there is the voice of truth that only comes from the Word of God. Today, Pastor Robert and his wife Elizabeth will be exhorting us to filter every doctrine and teaching through the Word of God. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part four of their message entitled, I Salve. I get personally blinded by the steady stream of urgencies that, you know, it's like every day, right? Don't we get hammered every day in this modern world? I mean, these, these things are awesome and terrible at the same time. It's, I literally, I've gotten to a point, if you try to call me, like, you know, I, I flip it over, you know, the little red thing in there. I love that little red thing. You know what I'm talking about? The one that turns off all sounds on the phone. Isn't that something? We carry around these expensive phones and we turn them off. Because they drive us nuts. It's like every 10 seconds, it's beeping about something. Somebody's sending me a text message. And, and, and some days, some days I get like the steady stream of urgencies. The things that demand our immediate attention. The things that sometimes can get us so worked up that we we have a hard time finding our balance again, you know, getting stability back under us. We, we need to be grounded in God's word. That's the salve. That's the salve. That's the thing that makes us see clearly. That's the ointment that we, that we need in our, in our eyes. Because see, again, things come at us from all directions and, and we tend to panic. We react in the flesh. We look at it on this temporal plane, we forget none of this is permanent. This is all going away. It's either going away today or next week or 10 years from now or 100 years from now. It's, at some point, it's, it's going away. This, all of this is really not that important, the material plane. And, and if, if we're continually putting the ISAB, the, you know, allowing the word of God to affect the way we think and the way we see our reality, then no matter what comes, I'm good because 
if God is for me, what can man do to me? If God is for me, then why should I let anything rattle me? Now, you got to understand, you know, she had to write this part for me because it's like I can't preach this with integrity. You understand, I'm a worrier. I battle anxiety. You know, this is one of those things that it's like, oh, this is, this is, tr- this is true. Put some more in there, Lord, because this is true. I need, to, I need to see what you see. It's a continual battle for many of us. But it's a battle that's worth fighting. Day by day by day by day by day. Let the word of God, let the truth of God's word be what, what guards our hearts. What, you know, the, the eye salve that we, so that we're, what we are, whatever we're looking at in our world. See, it's an absolute necessity. We live in an age of deception. And we need to know what's true. It's absolutely essential that you as Christians know what's true, know what the Bible says. There's no excuse today for not knowing what the Bible says. So many churches are, are just rejecting the word of God, twisting it, changing it, playing games, you know, just not using it, spitting it out, you know, basically not realizing that the Bible says that's exactly what's going to happen to them. He's just going to spit them out at some point because they're, they're playing games. Revelation 3.20, he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come into him and dine with him and he with me. The safest way to hear God's voice is in his word. Just be in the word. He speaks, often he speaks to our hearts. He speaks to our minds from his word. He is the faithful and true witness. The word of God is reliable it's unchanging yeah if we internalize that and that's why these titles are so incredible we internalize the word of god and we become the amen to that right we we say it but when we live it there's harmony between how his world works and how we work then there's there's it works it doesn't mean life will be easy on the contrary it'll be hard regardless but it means that we're in harmony with how it works and with him. So, last circle. I am reading this from a different Bible because it's very easy to understand a lot of the translation. So I went back and looked, what does the original language say? So I'm reading this from the Berean Study Bible. His last title, Revelation 3:14. These are the words of the Amen, we saw that, the faithful and true witness, the originator of God's creation. He's not the beginning of God's creation, as some translate. He was never created. It was created by him. John 1, 3. Through him, through Jesus, all things were made, and without him, nothing was made that has been made. He, he was never created. He was born and became man. But the word that he is, in some mysterious way that we will never fully grasp till we see him, that word created everything. That is the same word that, that speaks to us now. And he uses this title. I created everything. Everything origined in me. By my word, things were created. Everything that is. And you think. He uses it to confront their independence. You think that you can be free and you can be rich and you can be independent of me because you have gotten free of Caesar. 
Because you can say, no, we don't need help after an earthquake or whatever it is we think we can be free from him with. You say, I created everything. The breath that you have was a really good idea. It was my idea. And it can be over like that. So, so the way he confronts their independence, that last circle, the originator of all creation, he says, because you say I'm rich, I've become wealthy, and I have need of nothing. Can you imagine? This is to the church. You, we, the church, have need. we're good, Jesus. Just like we said to Caesar, we're good. How easy it is to say that to God. I've got it figured out. Keep your hands off. Because I've got a good thing going, and I don't want you messing it up, God. It happens so subtly, but it happens so, so easy. It's, it's, it's typical of adolescence. You know, I've got this thing figured out. I know how to do it. Don't help me. And you know nothing because I know everything because I'm 12 years old. And I've, you know, that's, there's a phase for that. That's okay. And we're going to see faces towards the end of tonight. There is a phase sort of where we go through that, hopefully to learn. You know, like they always say, you know, when I was a kid, I looked up to my parents. When I became a teenager, they knew nothing. And then when I got into my 20s, I realized how much smarter they gotten. Because we begin to realize and line up with reality again, right? Which is like not necessarily the case for the teenage years. But some people get stuck there. Some people get stuck. I've got it figured out, and I don't really need to know what anybody has to say. And again, as a church, it's a dangerous thing. I've got my theology all prepackaged. I know what things are, and don't mess with it. It works for me. Where in any which way, where we close ourselves thinking we've got it figured out. He's infinite. We never have him figured out. He doesn't change, and we can trust his character, but we are never done learning who he is or how he works or what he has to say today. So it's, I wrestle always when I say stuff like this. I know what it's like when I lived in Denmark, when, when immigrants came and criticized what Denmark was like, it was always annoying to me because like, then don't come. And I'm an immigrant in the United States, and I, many of us here, many, many of us were not born here. And I, I think I speak for us when I say that we are very grateful for what this nation has offered us, the, the home, the open arms that most of us have received here. So it comes from a heart of appreciation when I say that one of the values that's unique to America, an immigrant probably sees it clearer maybe, or it's louder to us than to those who grew up in it, is, is the value of independence. I mean, we Independence Day, that's a political thing. It has its place. But to value, we value independence in all areas. One may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This verse is from the book of Ecclesiastes, and this is at the very heart of the vision for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus, Pastor Robert, and his wife Elizabeth, a threefold cord presenting God's Word in a way that will inspire you in your own marriage and walk with God. Pastor Robert's vision is that through this fresh method of approaching God's Word, that husbands and wives will be equipped to face the world on a united front, as one team joined together by God, sharing the light of Jesus Christ with the lost and dying world all around us. Monday through Thursday here on Main Thing Radio, we share messages from worship services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. 
but today's message is unique. As you listened today, we're confident that you heard from God through Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. Well, that's all the time we have here for today. On Monday, Pastor Robert will be back with us teaching through God's Word verse by verse. So make plans to join us on Monday right here on Main Thing Radio.